Good evening, everyone. This is Brother Brennan coming to you live from Fayetteville, Arkansas with another Fishers of Men video broadcast, and it is good to be here this evening. And uh, tonight's message is going to be Be Ye Holy, Part 3. And the reason why that is is because I've already preached on Parts 1 and 2, but Parts 1 and 2 is actually in sermon audio. <clears throat> so what I'm going to do is I'm going to put the links for parts one and two on this video so you guys can go ahead and listen to those and before you watch this or you can watch this and and and, and dive into the the other two but uh, i will put the links <clears throat> for those two messages um on this video on youtube as well as on facebook all right so um, <clears throat> with that said, let's go ahead and let's dive into it, uh, this, this evening. I almost said this morning, I'm not thinking very clearly. Um, <laughs> it's been a long day. Uh, right. So, um, prayer requests. Does anybody have any prayers or praises this evening? Any prayers or praises? Um, I know for prayer requests, if you can pray for me, uh, well, before we get to that, pray for Brother Joey for his pain. I know he would very much appreciate your prayers, so please do pray for him. Um, do pray for me, um, <clears throat> as I'm. I kind of feel like I'm in a transitional period right now. And I don't know why that is. Maybe that's just me or whatnot. But uh, something I want you guys to pray about. Um, uh, well, just 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 pray. Just keep me in prayer. I won't say much too much into it yet because I don't know yet. Uh, so please pray for me, my ministry. Pray for uh, those who need salvation. Um, do pray for uh, those sisters and brothers that are in that uh that have lost family members for salvation um do pray for those who do watch these videos uh do pray that god will just prepare their hearts work in their hearts and you know pray that god would do a mighty work in their life amen and do and do mighty works in, in us and and uh, just pray for them and uh please do pray for this um i guess if you want to call this a service Technically, I guess this is a service, so pray for the service tonight. Um, pray for uh, the singing, the 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 the, uh, the message tonight, and uh, pray that God will just be glorified. Um, all I want is for people's lives to be changed, and uh, we're gonna it's gonna be talking about that tonight a little bit. So pray for me and pray for the video. Amen. <laughs> um, but other than that, if you, uh, is, is anybody that's tuned in, does anybody have any prayers or praises that they would like to share? If any, you don't have to share anything if you don't want to, but if you guys want to, if you guys want a list of praise or a prayer request, uh, if you, if you want a prayer request, uh, if you want a prayer request, uh, you know, mentioned in private, then message me or whatnot but if you got a praise you can feel free to put that in the comments below okay um so with that said let's uh let's go ahead and let's go before the lord in prayer before we get into tonight's and evening service okay so let's go before the lord in prayer dear heavenly father lord jesus christ lord we do thank you and praise you lord for your goodness lord i want to pray for all of our brothers and sisters lord who have lost family members um, we pray, Lord, you just get a hold of their hearts, Lord. We pray, Lord, that our brothers and sisters would be good and faithful witnesses and a light for their lost family members. Um, Lord, I just do thank you, Lord, for, for all of our brothers and sisters, Lord. Thank you for Brother Joey, uh, for his friendship. I pray, Lord, that you'd be with him. Uh, you would strengthen him, comfort him, Lord. Pray, Lord, you just lead him and guide him. Please continue using him to be a blessing for others. Lord, I want to pray, Lord, right now for those who are watching, Lord, um, those who are watching um, by video, uh, pray, Lord, that you just touch their hearts. Pray, Lord, that you would convict us of our, of our sins. 
we pray, Lord, that you would just comfort us, lead us and guide us into your truth. Lord, we pray for your blessing upon this service tonight, Lord. We pray uh, your blessings upon the worship, and we pray, Lord, that you would bless the time of preaching. And we just pray that you just please work in our hearts. Lead us and guide us according to your purpose and will, Lord. And Lord, we thank you, Lord, for that. And we thank you for your goodness. Um, Lord, we do want to, I do want to pray for all the family that, uh, that, uh, that do, for family and friends that do watch this. We pray, Lord, you just work in their lives. I pray, Lord, that you would feed them. Um, feed them for your word. Uh, pray, Lord, that you would prepare their hearts to receive from you. Uh, not from me, but from you. And Lord, we do thank you, Lord, for this time. We do lift these things and we do pray and ask all these things, Lord, in your name. Amen. All right. <clears throat> Amen, brother. God is good. Amen. God is good. And uh, I think, in, in, you know, and in, in tonight's, uh, in light of tonight's message, um, I'm going to be singing hymn number 41. Um, I know you guys, for those of, of you that may be on right now, you may not have a copy of the, you may not even own a copy of a hymn book, but I know there's some people that do. So for those of you that actually have a hymn book that's the same as mine, um, I'm going to be singing from hymn number 41. Holy, holy, holy. Because we all know that God is thrice holy. Amen. So we'll go ahead and I'm, I'm going to sing this as best as I can <clears throat> for you. Holy, holy, holy. Lord God Almighty, early in the morning our song shall rise to Thee. Holy, 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 merciful and mighty God in three persons, blessed Trinity. Holy, 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 all the saints adore thee, Casting down their golden crowns around the glassy sea. Cherubim and seraphim falling down before thee, which were our word and art in ever. More shall be holy, holy, holy through the darkness hide thee through the eye of sinful men the glory may not see. Only thou art holy, there is none beside thee, perfect in power and love and purity. Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, all thy works shall praise thy name in earth, in sky, in sea. Holy, 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 merciful and mighty, God in three persons, blessed Trinity. Amen. I'll tell you what, God is thrice holy. He's a thrice holy God and deserves all of our praise and worship. Amen. For God is holy. And God says, 
Be holy as I am holy. Amen. We are to be holy as he is holy. Now, <clears throat> I want to sing here uh, hymn number 142, There Shall Be Showers of Blessings. There shall be showers of blessing. This is the promise of love. There should be seasons refreshing sent from the Savior above. Showers of blessing, showers of blessing we need. Mercy drops round us are falling, but for the showers we plead. There shall be showers of blessing, precious reviving again. Over the hills and the valleys, sound of abundance of rain. Showers of blessing, showers of blessing we need. Mercy drops round us are falling, but for the showers we plead. There shall be showers of blessing, send them upon us, O Lord. Grant to us now a refreshing, come and now honor your word. Showers of blessing, showers of blessing we need. Mercy drops round us are falling, but for the showers we plead. There shall be showers of blessing, oh that today they might fall. Now as to God we're confessing, now as on Jesus we call. Showers of blessing, showers of blessing we need. Mercy drops round us are falling, but for the showers we plead. Amen, guys. That is showers of blessing. And uh, that's going to be it for tonight. Well, not for tonight, but that's going to be it for now. And a uh, <clears throat> couple of announcements. Um, I know I said tonight um, I, was, I wasn't going to do a video. I uh, think plans have changed a little bit. So um, I was supposed to go down to Elmo today to preach, but uh, there has been a change of schedule. So it looks like if the Lord wills, that will be happening one week from today. So I'm not sure how all that's going to entail yet. Um, so next week, I don't know if there's going to be a broadcast. Not sure. Okay. Uh, but Tuesday, uh, we are going to be doing, we're going to be finishing up Ephesians chapter 2. Uh, we haven't, we've technically finished it, but we're going to touch on something at the very end, and uh, we're going to be kind of getting into some things that I think will be a blessing for you, uh, so that's going to be Tuesday night, Tuesday night Bible study, so please tune in for that. Um, also, um, I do have my sermon audio, audio cards uh, to help promote uh, the sermon audio ministry. Um, I've had a couple people email me saying they were interested in getting those out. And I have sent those out. Uh, and so you know who you are. Uh, for those of you that have requested me to send those out to you, uh, just so you know, again, I did send them out. So be on the lookout sometime this week. I don't know. It usually takes about seven days for any mail to get anywhere so be on the lookout for that um it's gonna be in a letter envelope uh with a stamp on it and you know, you'll you'll kind of sort of feel out the envelope that there's like two places in there where there's cards so feel free to uh open that up that is for me uh to for you guys to hand out um if you guys are interested in handing those out um let me know by messenger or somehow or email or whatever um you know, if you're on Facebook, just let me know on, 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 um, uh, oh, I'm, my mind is going 130 miles an hour right now, so I'm just going everywhere, so just please bear with me in my folly a little bit, but I'm just going, my mind's just, woo, everywhere, anyways, but if you are interested in handing them out, 
on for those of you on Facebook, uh, please send me, um, please shoot me a message and let me know. Um, still don't know how I'm gonna do it on YouTube yet. So if you guys are interested, if for those of you that on YouTube are interested, um, and you are friends with me on Facebook, just shoot me a Facebook message. Uh, I may I may just put out my email on the the com like under the uh, the description of the video on YouTube. So if you're interested, feel free to shoot me an email saying you're interested. I'll send you some cards. Um, you know, it won't be a lot to start out with, but be some. I'll send them to you. You can pass them out. Please take one for yourself. Uh, but I really want to just uh, get the ministry. I really want to get the sermon audio ministry. Uh, you know, known because I think it's important. Uh, so if you're interested in that, please feel free to let me know. Um, and I'll get you some cards. Okay. So you just hang in there. Just let me know. Be patient with me. Okay. Um, what else? I think that is going to be it for t the announcements. Um, we are done with prayer requests. Um, birthdays. Anybody have a birthday coming up? You know what? I should start doing that. If any, if you all want to be recognized for your birthday, let me know. Okay, I actually might. I actually might put that on my. Uh, I might actually put my e my email out there. So if you want to email me uh, with anything, or if you just want to, if you want your birthday recognized, you know, I might start doing some birthday recognition. I think that might be good. You know what I'm saying? Um, if anyone has a birthday, let me know. I don't know any, I don't know of any June birthdays. Um, hmm. Anniversaries. We do anniversaries too. That might be good. Anniversaries. Any anniversaries or birthdays? Okay. Um, so I don't think there's any, I don't know that I'm, that I'm aware of, you know, um, not, I don't know any one of those who follow the minute who follow my ministry. Um, I don't know if there's any birthdays or anniversaries of those who follow my ministry. So I'm going to start doing that from now on. If you all think that's a good idea, if you like that idea on 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 your Facebook, just give me a thumbs up or whatnot. If you think that's a good idea, if I should recognize anniversaries and birthdays, um, you know. I know there churches do that, and I would like to maybe do that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, nice cold water. Okay. Um, so that's where I'm going. Okay, so tonight. Tonight's message is entitled Be Holy, Part 3. Um, again... Um, when I get everything all put out and stuff, I will get the links of parts one and two. Uh, parts one and two are only on sermon audio, so I'll get those put on the comments and stuff like, well, in the section and stuff, so you all can get that, okay? Uh, but this is part three of Be Holy, and, um, you know, I say, well, part three, where's part one and two? Well, again, part one and two is on, only on sermon audio, so, and you know what? I may have to, um, I think just for kicks, I think just sometime this week, I'm going to put one and two on YouTube, but there's a way to do it in which is really pretty much involves me not talking, okay? So I'll think of something, but this is part three in that, okay? Um, <clears throat> so if you have your Bibles, turn with me to... 2 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians chapter 6, and uh, we're going to read here, um, starting in verse 11, so uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 6, starting in verse 11, and we're sort of going to go to different places in the Word tonight, so you bear with me, alright? So, 2 Corinthians 6, 11, it says, O ye Corinthians, our mouth is open unto you, our heart is enlarged. 
ye are not straightened in us, but ye are straightened in your own bowels. Now for a recompense in the same, I speak as unto my children, but ye are also enlarged. Okay, this next section of verses is important. I want you to pay attention. It says, Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness, and what communion hath light and darkness? Stop right there. We as believers are to be a light in this world. Amen. In Matthew chapter 5 verse 14 it says, Jesus says, Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Okay. We are called to be light. Okay. And um, in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 8, and we're actually going through Ephesians right now, but we haven't touched on chapter 5 yet. But in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 8, it says, For ye were sometimes darkness. But now are ye light in the Lord, walk as children of light. In 1 Thessalonians 5, 5, ye, all, ye are all the children of light, and the children of the day, we are not of the night, nor of darkness. So, be ye holy as I am holy. <clears throat> We're talking about sanctification. We're talking about being set apart for God's service. We're talking about being set apart from sin. God is holy and he wants us to be holy. That is a commandment. That is not a suggestion. Be holy. Okay? We're to sep we are to live separated lives. Amen? Now, you see here that light and darkness are opposites. And two opposites, you cannot mingle. You're either going to be light or you're going to be darkness. Now you have this idea that Christians can say, well, bless God, praise God. I am born again. I'm saved. I know I'm going to heaven, but... I am going to live however I want to. Can I tell you something? Do you know there are people who go to church that are more lost than a flock of geese? There are people in churches, even in fundamental Baptist churches, there are people that are as lost as a goose. And yet they name the name of Christ. And a lot of times you have these people that will say, that will go to church. You'll see them on Sunday. They'll raise up their hands like this and, oh, praise God, I can feel the Spirit. Oh, praise the Lord. Oh, I'm getting a word from God. You know, you see these people, they come to church. They, they, they start praising and worshiping God, which is not a bad thing. Okay, it's good. We should praise and worship the Lord. But you get all these people that, you know, they act all spiritual. And, and they say, well, it's good to see you, brother so-and-so. It's good to see you, sister so-and-so. And you want to know something? The moment church is over, when they walk out the door, they, 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 they walk out those doors. It's either they get a fight. In, they get a fight. They get into a fight with their husband or wife. They go off to bars. They start drinking. They start fooling around with people. They start having affairs and, and all that stuff. And then when Sunday comes around again, they come back acting all holy and bless God and I'm going to do this. And then once it's over, they go back out into the world and do whatever they want. 
Do you see a problem with that? You know, Christians who do, so-called Christians who go out and they go to church on Sundays and then they go out and start drinking and partying it up and, and, and all this stuff outside of church. They're going to cost some lost soul eternity by their hypocrisy. Bible Christianity is all about new. All about new, not the it's not about living living it up and living old. It's living a new life in Christ. Grace is to help empower you to live a holy life. So for all these Christians that say, "Oh, praise God, bless God," and then they go off outside and they start, you know, having their beers and getting into fights with their wives or husbands. They start fooling around. You know, they yell at their kids. They start abusing their kids and doing all this stuff. Listen, folks. We are to be separate from the world. I'm going to tell you something. What I'm seeing right now is that God is trying to send a message to the churches. Because the church, even fundamentalist churches, are really just... It's going bluey everywhere. And God's going to start dealing with churches. Remember, judgment must first begin at the house of God. God's going to start dealing with churches whether you like it or not. And I think God's basically telling the church, get your house in order. And you want to know something? The churches need to get their house in order. I don't want to hear this nonsense that you can just live, that you could claim to be saved and think that you're going to heaven and yet you're living like the devil. Save, if you're truly born again and you're saved, you ought to be separate from the world. You are to be a light. We are children of the light. You know why? Because God is light. And God, there is no darkness. We are children of the light. We are to be light. So the question I have is, if we're to be children of the light, why are we mingling ourselves with darkness? We ought to be light. Verse 15. And what concord hath Christ with Belial? Or what part hath he that believeth with an infidel? And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God. As God hath said, I will dwell in them and walk in them. And I will be their God and they shall be my people. Wherefore, come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord. Folks, that is a thus saith the Lord moment. Are you catching this? This is a thus saith the Lord moment. Wherefore, come out from among them, and be Ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. God is calling for us to be separate. Okay, he's calling for us to be separate. Okay. Let me give you an example of separation. Hold your place there. Let's now I, I wasn't planning on this, but let's go to Genesis chapter. Let's go let's go to Genesis. <coughs> Genesis chapter one. Okay. Chapter one, starting in verse three, and it, and God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw the light that it was good. 
and God divided the light from the darkness. And God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And the evening and the morning were the first day. So God said, let there be light. You know what he did? He separated the light from the darkness. There's a separation. We ought to be separated. We are children of the day, not the children of the night. When it's daytime, there's light. When it's dark time, nighttime, it's dark. We are the children of the light. In God, there God is light, and, and, and in God, there is no darkness. God is calling you out to be separate. To be sanctified means to be set apart for God's service. To be holy is to be separate from sin. Be ye holy as I am holy. Amen. Now, <clears throat> I want you to turn with me to the book of Matthew. Book of Matthew. And I want us, Matthew chapter 12. Matthew chapter 12, and we're going to read... We're going to read in verse 24. Um, no, let's read in verse 22 because we need to get the context of this, okay? So Matthew 12, 22. Then was brought unto him one possessed with a devil, blind and dumb, and he healed him in so much that the, that the, that the blind and dumb both spake and saw. And all the people were amazed and said, Is not this the son of David? But when the Pharisees heard it, they said, This fellow doth not cast out devils, but by Beelzebub, the prince of the devils. And Jesus knew their thoughts and said unto them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation, and every city or house divided against itself shall not stand. And if Satan cast out Satan... He is divided against himself. He's divided against himself. How shall then his kingdom stand? And if I be, and if I be, if I by Beelzebub cast out devils, by whom do your children cast them out? Therefore they shall be your judges. But if I cast out devils by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God has come unto you. Or else, how can one enter a strong man's house? And spoil his goods, except he first bind the strong man. And then he will spoil his house. He that is not with me is against me. And he that scattereth not with me scattereth abroad. Wherefore I say unto you, All manner of sin and blasphemy shall be forgiven unto men. But the blasphemy against the Holy Ghost shall not be forgiven unto men. Now, you might say, well, Brandon, what does that have to do with living a separated life? If you read that very carefully, that has everything to do with a separated life. You might say, well, Brandon, God, Jesus is God in the flesh and he's perfect and all that stuff. Listen, I know. But you want to know something? Jesus said, a servant is not above his master. Okay? Now, you might say, well, Brandon, that still doesn't make sense because you didn't, you didn't explain how all this falls into being separated. Well, let me tell you something, okay? If Jesus, if Jesus was living it up and was in sin, well, number one, that would automatically disqualify him to uh, be that perfect sacrifice. 
Okay. Well, he's God. He couldn't sin. Well, you know what? He choked. Well, you know what? He was tempted, and yet he defeated that temptation. Okay. Jesus, the second Adam, did what the first Adam did not. Okay. Jesus is God in the flesh, and he overcame. And you know why? Because him being spotless. Okay. Him being spotless. qualified him to be our sacrifice at the cross because if he was if he did have sin if Christ did sin then there's no way he could have paid our sin debt but Christ is Christ was spotless he didn't sin therefore he did pay our he did pay our sin debt in full okay so with that said, Christ lived a separated life. The Pharisees absolutely hated his guts. Okay? You know who the Pharisees are? The Pharisees and Sadducees represent all those who claim to know God and yet sin. The Pharisees did not live a separated and holy life, but Christ did. He lived a life of purity, separated unto to God's service, and separated away from sin. That is an example at how we ought to live our life. The biggest difference is Christ is God in the flesh. We are not. We will fall short. Christ said that no servant is greater than his master. If Christ was set apart for God's service and set apart away from sin, we ought to live holy and separated lives. I'll tell you something else too. If Christ was not separated, if he didn't live a separated life, but just live a life of sin. He couldn't cast those devils out. Mm -mm. He wouldn't have been able to cast those devils out. So Jesus is right in when he said. Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation. Satan cannot cast out Satan. Do you understand? So if Christ did not live a life of separation, but sinned, number one, that, disqualified, that would have disqualified him to be that propitiation for our sins. And two, that he wouldn't have done the miracles that he did by the Spirit of God. So what I'm saying is Christ casted those devils out because he had the Spirit of God. And because Christ had the Spirit of God, Christ was sanctified and set apart for God's service. And that service was to seek and to save that which was lost. Jesus Christ casted out those devils by the Spirit of God. Can I get an amen from God's people on that? Now... <clears throat> Let's see here. Let's see here. I'm trying to see. That's it right there. Turn with me to Acts chapter 19. Acts chapter 19.
Acts chapter 19, and um, let's start in verse 13. It says, Then certain of the vagabond Jews, exorcists, took it upon them to call over them which had evil spirits the name of the Lord Jesus, Jesus, saying, We adjure you by Jesus whom Paul preacheth. Let me make this clear to you. These exorcists were using and claiming the name of Christ, but these exorcists were not saved. They were not saved. They claimed the name of Christ, but it was they weren't saved. Okay? This is why you need to be set apart. Because this is... This will show you how bad of a testimony it is if you're not living a, se a separate life. Okay, now, it says, We adjure you by Jesus whom Paul preacheth. And there were seven sons of one Sceva, a Jew, and chief of the priests, which did so. And the evil spirit answered and said, Jesus I know, and Paul I know, but who are ye? So you have all these people that were claiming the name of Christ. Oh, bless God, we adjure you evil, wicked spirits in Jesus Christ in whom Paul preacheth. You know something? That spirit spoke back and said, Jesus I know, Paul I know, but who are you? The Spirit spoke back and said, Who are you? They didn't know who the, that guy was. And the man in whom the evil spirit was leaped on them and overcame them and prevailed against them so that they fled out of that house naked and wounded. And this was known to all the Jews and Greeks also dwelling at Ephesus and fear fell on them all and the name of Jesus, the Lord Jesus was magnified. You want to know something? These people were claiming to know Christ. And claiming the name of Christ. And they couldn't even cast that devil out. Just because someone claims the name of Christ does not mean that those devils are going to listen to them. And this piece of scripture here that we just read is proof of that. Amen. Now, Jesus said in Mark chapter 16 verse... Uh, Mark 16, verse 17. And these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. Shall they cast out devils? They shall speak with new tongues. Jesus is talking about those who truly believe in his name will cast out devils. But these people in Acts couldn't cast them out because they were using the name of Christ but they failed because they weren't born again. How do you think the Catholic Church does all their exorcisms? Catholic Church uses the name of Christ. But how how many how often do you hear them actually ever casting out a devil in Jesus name? Just saying. When you, when you claim the when you claim the name of Christ, and when you think that you you when you claim the name of Christ, and when you uh, you know have this so called testimony, the lost and dying world could see right through that, and you could cost them eternity. You know, a lot of I know a lot of people. I know some people who are atheists that basically are 
they, they're fed up with the hypocrisy of the church. We'll say, oh, there's a whole bunch of hypocrites there. Well, you know what? How can you blame them? There's a whole bunch of hypocrites in, in a lot of churches. Do you know why? Because you have so many so-called two-faced, fork-tongued Christians, so-called Christians, I should say, that name the name of Christ, and yet they they go after Sunday service, they go straight out for their alcohol, or they go out to catch the 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 newest hot flick movie, or you know, sleeping around and doing things they shouldn't be doing. How do you think how, how do you think the world would react to that? Of course they're gonna call them hypocrites. Can you blame the lost? No, can't really blame them. But if you tell them the truth and they reject, well, that's going to be on them. All these people, I'm going to tell you something, and I don't mean, I don't want to try to, I don't want to sound mean, but all you people that profess to be Christians, but you just go off and do whatever you want. All you fake and phony Christians that name the name of Christ. Why don't you keep your mouth shut until you really want to do something for God? When you want to do something for God and actually do something for God, then talk. But don't go around telling people you are a Christian when they can... Don't be going around telling people you are a Christian when you go off and do all sorts of sins. No. Keep your mouth shut. World don't want that. They want the world wants to see a genuineness in Bible Christianity. They don't want to see this fake and phony nonsense where you have all these professing Christians living like the world. Judgment must first begin at the house of God. First Peter chapter 4, verse 17. For the time is come that judgment must begin at the house of God. And if it begin if and if it first begin at us, what shall the end be of them that obey not the gospel of God? You know, I think God's gonna I think God's starting to I think he's going to clean house. God's going to start dealing with churches. God's going to God's going to even deal with fundamentalist fundamentalist uh fundamental fundamental Baptist churches even. Just because you're a Baptist does not make you born again. What makes you born again is when you accept Christ and you believe on in his name. But God's going to start dealing with churches. So I got a, I got a question for all you for all the churches out there. All for all of us as the church. Are you willing to get your act in order? To get your house in order and get your act together? Are we really willing to do that? Or are we just going to sit around and do nothing? Folks, this is not the time to sit around and do nothing. we got to get out there and start winning souls. How you live matters. And if you can't live a holy life and be a light in this world... The lost and dying world's going to get turned off by that and say, "Well, he's a he's a hypocrite. We don't want that." And you could have very well cost him or her salvation. You could have cost him eternity because of how you live your life. How you live your life is crucial. This is why God says, okay, avoid the appearance of evil. Because how you live your life matters. 
I don't want to hear this nonsense that, oh, bless God, I'm saved. I'll live like the devil and live like the world. Second Corinthians chapter nine, verse eight. Uh, actually, no, hang on a second. That's not the right one. Here we go. Romans chapter 6, verse 1. It says, What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. Let's go there. Romans chapter 6, verse 1. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. How shall we that are debted to sin live any longer therein? Let me ask you a question. If Christ came to save us of our sins, what makes you think in your mind that just because you're born again, you can go ahead and live in sin and live it up? You can't. If you think you can get saved and live however you want to, you are believing a lie. If you think you can get saved and live however you want to, you are turning the grace of God into lasciviousness. I think that's in 1 Timothy. Got to find it here. That's Peter. I need Timothy. Well, maybe it isn't Timothy. Um, maybe it's. Um, I got to find it here real quick. Uh, oh man, I can't even type today. find it okay but basically you're turning the grace of our you're turning the grace of God into lasciviousness okay oh there it is I thought it was in Timothy my bad I I was wrong it was in Jude 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 chapter 1 verse 4 it says for there are certain men crept in unawares who were before of old ordained to this condemnation ungodly men turning the grace of God, the grace of our God into lasciviousness and denying the only Lord and our Lord Jesus Christ. So if you think you can get saved and live like the devil, you, number one, are ungodly, and two, you're by living that lifestyle, you're taking the grace of God and you're turning it into lasciviousness. And by the way, you will be held accountable for that. <clears throat> if you're turning the grace of God into, into lasciviousness, God will hold you accountable. You will be held accountable for that. How you live your life matters. Don't think for one second that, 
that you can live however you want. By the way, if you think you can get saved and live however you want, you are in rebellion to the word of God. And rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft, folks. You can't live however you want to. If you get saved, praise God. But once you get saved, God sets you apart, away from sin and the world, and he, he will begin that process of remolding you into the image and likeness of his dear son, Jesus Christ. We are saved so that we can walk in good works. We are not saved to walk in sin. If you abide in sin, you will bear rotten fruit. If you abide in Christ, you will bear good fruit. So don't think for one minute. That you can go and do whatever you want and live it up and live like the devil if you think you're saved. It's not right. Because how we live our how we live and how we carry ourselves is important. And if you live like the devil, and you claim the name Christ, you could very well be costing someone eternity. I don't know about you, but I don't want that on my hands. I don't want that on my hands. I don't want that. I wouldn't wish that on anyone to have that on their hands. But you could be costing someone eternity just even how you live. Amen. So how you live matters. How you live matters. Now, this message is not for. I'm only gonna really aim at this uh, at for this um, particular this particular uh, message is really aimed at believers really aimed at the church I should say not so much believers but it aims at the church okay <clears throat> so here's what I want to say for this invitation believer are you? Are you um, living in such a way that you could be costing someone eternity? Because if you are, that needs to, we, we need to repent of our sin and get that right. We need to get that right soon and now, today. Don't wait to the last minute. Because we're not guaranteed tomorrow. Okay? We're not guaranteed tomorrow. Um... Believers, I want to encourage and admonish you. Be real. Don't be fake. Don't be phony. Don't think that you're holier than everyone else. Don't be a Pharisee. But humble yourself. And be real. Be genuine. But also be loving. Because the, the lost and dying world is wanting to see a wanting to see genuineness in a Christian, not some fake and phony deal. Because a lot of I, I know there there are lost people who are so fed up with church because of hypocrites. Don't be a hypocrite. Okay? Be genuine. I didn't say be perfect. So be genuine. Okay. The lost and dying world knows, they know, whether they realize it or not, they know it's not a perfect world. 
They know it's not a perfect world. So they're not expecting perfection. They're expecting genuineness. So let's be genuine. Amen. So I'm going to go ahead and pray, and then we're going to close out with a hymn. And then um, after that, we'll, clo we'll, close, we'll close out for tonight, okay? So let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus Christ, Lord, we thank you and praise you, Lord, for your goodness and your mercy. Uh, Lord, I want to pray, Lord, for, the, all, for, all those who, uh, uh, for all of those who have just listened and tuned in, Lord. We pray, Lord, that you just uh, work in their hearts and lives. Help them to grow and feed them, Lord. Help them to just, just love on them and just pour, pour your mercy and grace upon them, Lord. Just please show them, show them, Lord, how much you love them. And Lord, we do thank you, Lord, for your mercy and your grace and love. We pray that you just ask that you bless this time, Lord. Um, pray, Lord, that you bless the rest of our weekend and that you bless this week. And Lord, we do thank you and praise you, Lord, for your goodness and mercy. And Lord, we do lift this to you. And we do pray and ask all these things, Lord, in your name. Amen. All right, we're going to sing a hymn here. I don't know what I'm going to sing, boy. Um, there is, uh, what should we sing? Does anybody have a favorite hymn they like to sing? Just any good hymn they like? Um, let's see here. Anybody have a favorite hymn? I don't know. Let's see here. Wonder, you know, let's, you know what? Let's sing "Amazing Grace" because I think that might be a good one to kind of finish off on. Okay, let's sing "Amazing Grace." Um, oh, my back's kind of hurt a little bit. Um, "Amazing Grace." That's not it. Uh, what? What hymn number is it? "Amazing Grace"? Amazing Grace. 293. Let's sing 293. That's what it is. It's staring me right in the face. 293. Hymn number 293 if you have the hymn book. Okay. 293. Oops, here we go. Let's sing Amazing Grace. Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now am found. Was blind, but now I see. Twas grace that taught my heart to fear, and grace my fears relieved how precious did that grace appear the hour i first believed through many dangers toils and snares i have already come tis grace hath brought me safe thus far and grace will lead me home when we've been there ten thousand years bright shining as the sun 
We've no last days to sing God's praise than when we first begun. Amen. All right, you guys. I hope that was a blessing to you guys. I hope that you guys will learn something from that and grow from that. We all need growth. Amen. Even I do. And I'm not perfect. Um, just like the rest of you, I also need to be corrected and chastened at times, okay? Um, I love you guys. Um, so really quickly, uh, so Tuesday we're going to be finishing up Ephesians 2, kind of, kind of getting into just some last-minute thoughts on Ephesians 2. Uh, so please stay tuned for that. Um, if the Lord willing, I will be down in Elma next weekend, next Sunday, I should say, preaching. So you pray for me on that. Um, pray for God's blessing and and pray that God will just uh, just give me a message for them, okay? Um, also, if you want uh, if you want me to send you some cards to hand out to people to help uh, get people to see and uh, and, and know that my I have a, a, a sermon audio out, um, feel free to let me know. We'll get you some cards. So. Um, now um, I understand. Now, so it looks like here that I was breaking up. So I don't know if it's on my end because I didn't really see anything going on on my end that was breaking up. I don't know. It could be on. Maybe it could be on your end, or I'm not sure exactly. So uh, I'll have to go back and take a look at it. Okay. Um, but listen, guys, I love you. Um, hope this was a blessing to you. Hopefully, I can be a blessing to you guys. Okay. Um, I love you guys. God bless you. You guys have a great day, a great night, a great rest of the weekend, and uh, you guys have a blessed week. All right? Love you guys. God bless you. See ya. Love you. Bye.